Thank you for tuning in. This is JMC. I am the unprofessional expert. You already know what to do. Go ahead, like, follow, and subscribe because if you do not, I will fight you in real life. Something brand new for the podcast. This is the Outside of the Ropes, Volume 1, and this is for the purpose of the audio podcast for the people who do have to listen on the go. We do have the visual podcast as well that is on the YouTube channel. Also, check us out on socials. We are on uh, Twitter, sorry, X. We are on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Like, follow, subscribe, share, and we now have access to audio podcasts through Spotify, with that being said, huge matchup last night. The champ is here. I want to repeat that. The champ is here. We are talking about Artur, better known as Better BF. He did put on what we can call a one-sided ass whooping. He did his job. He took care of business. So just to break down that matchup, we did have Artur, better known as Better BF, versus Callum Mundo Smith for gold in the light heavyweight division. Better BF did not take his time. He went ahead. He started strong. He did what he wanted to do. He didn't wait. He asserted himself early. Callum Smith spent a little bit too much time on the ropes. Um, he was on that back foot. Um, he tried to use his jab. It just was not assertive enough. It didn't seem like he was physically strong enough to make better be of rethink his aggression. He was able to just continue to come forward and be strong. Now, Smith did have moments where he was able to string those punches together, but it didn't seem like he was able to land anything of consequence. Better be of had his mindset and his mindset was aggression. Now, Colin Smith was able to land that hook. He threw in a couple of good uppercuts. And once again, I just don't know that he had the power for it to actually mean anything. So eventually in that seventh round, he did suffer a knockdown, which is technically the first knockdown of his career. And he essentially lost that fight, lost the entire contest as a result of that knockdown. Um, he got back up and he wasn't able to pull himself back together. He got put back down again, the fight was called Buddy McGirt was in the ring, actually. He didn't even throw in the towel. He got in the ring to make sure that the fight was stopped. And so um, not the performance that Colum Mundo Smith was looking for, but it was a performance that Artur, better known as Better BF, was looking for. To see what happens next for both fighters, this is the second time that Colum Smith stepped up his level of competition to the elite level. He did suffer a beatdown against Saul Canelo Alvarez, and this was another one-sided beatdown that he suffered against Artur Betterbia. I did think he was going to be able to box more, be able to use the ring more, but I believe that was wishful thinking. It looked how we expected it to look. So Colin Smith will have to go back to the drawing board. He did also mention in the post-fight interview, it kind of sucks knowing that you're not the best at what you do. So that speaks to potentially being broken mentally. He was damaged mentally after that fight. So I do hope he gets to take some time off, rethink some things, get back in the mix, get a couple dubs. He does not need to retire 
He can absolutely fight. He just ran into a different kind of guy in our tour, Better Bia. So what's next for Better Bia? He potentially has already inked a matchup with the other champion in the light heavyweight division by the name of Dimitri Bivol. Super fight. That would be for all of the titles. So we're talking undisputed. That has fight of the year implications. That is absolutely huge. I hope it takes place. Um, it looks like we are thinking potentially Saudi Arabia later on this year. They just had a stat card in which Bavol fought on. He did fight a gentleman by the name of Lyndon Arthur. Arthur was a very defensive-minded fighter. He never really put his foot on the gas. It seemed like he was in survival mode, which makes sense against the likes of Dimitri Bavol. Bavol was able to move. He was able to box and come away with the dub. On to the next. So speaking of Bivol versus, versus Better BF, I actually like Bivol in this matchup. To me, Better BF seems strong as always, but he seemed slow and he is up there in age. He is almost 40 years old. Bivol would have the age benefit. He would have the reach benefit. He has better boxing IQ. So he has a couple of advantages in that matchup. I do think better be able to just look to rush on, be strong, land that powerful punch. But I think Bivol's boxing IQ is just a little bit too good to just get walked down and get hurt with one big punch or even a flurry or a combination of strong punches. He should be able to use his jab, use his youth, use his ring IQ move. I think he could potentially even dance all night. I hope I'm wrong because I want those guys to really mix it up. So that we can see what both of them are actually made of. But if I were to give a preview, a guess, I'm going to say that Bivol uses that ring effectively, uses that jab effectively, and he's able to outbox better Bia. So that would be my prediction on that card. I hope we get an official announcement coming soon. Um, that last Saudi Arabia card was stacked. It has some really good heavyweights on it. I've uh, got heavyweights by the name of Fury and Usyk coming up soon. So hopefully we get that official fight announcement for Bivol and Better Biev on another stacked Saudi Arabia car. The entire fight world is looking forward to that matchup. So that was just a, re a quick recap on what happened last night. One more thing that I wanted to talk about seemed like the best time now is the best time to go ahead and release the pound for pound list. And because I am the unprofessional expert, let's just say I'm the expert, my list is absolutely correct. And if you do not agree, I am comfortable with calling you a hater. Nobody wants to be a hater. So let's go over this pound for pound list. Number one, I think it goes without question, without saying, it is Terrence Bud Crawford. And for number two, Forgive me if I butcher this man's name. It is not on purpose, but I have Naoya Inoue from Japan, multiple undisputed weight class championship fighter. Number three, I have Saul Canelo Alvarez. Number four, I have the aforementioned Dimitri Bivol. Number five, I have the also aforementioned Artur, better known as Better Biev. Number six, I have Devin, the Dream Haney, 
great, great, great 2023. Hopefully he follows it up in 2024 with more exciting matchups. Number seven, Teofimo, the takeover, Lopez. He's got a fight coming up with Jermaine Ortiz. That should be a good clash. Teofimo should be successful, but a game opponent, hopefully that sets him up for a bigger fight down the road. He's been calling guys out. So hopefully we get Teofimo in a super fight. Number eight, Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury. He's a heavyweight. He's undefeated. Um, so we'll give him a spot up there in the pound for pound. We'll see what he does against Usyk to see if he can retain his pound for pound status. Number nine, one of my personal favorites. And so I don't care what your opinion is, if he should be on the list or not. But I do have David, the Mexican monster Benavidez. He's currently an interim champ. Hopefully he gets a chance to fight for the actual title in his weight class. Number 10, last but not least, another personal favorite, possibly one or two on my personal list of top fighters right now. I have Gervonta Tank Davis. Definitely been waiting on something official for him. Hopefully it's not Isak Cruz, that rematch that no one is asking for. Hopefully it's another super fight. A lot of those guys in that division, that light, lightweight, uh, junior welterweight, welterweight division, those guys have been online going at it like crazy. We need matchups. We need something to be made official, something that fight fans can look forward to. So that is the pound for pound list. Honorable mention, I do have Shakira Twitterson. I apologize. That is Shakur Stevenson. <laughs> he goes to Twitter or what is now known as X a lot. That is preferred is his preferred method of exchange. He's got to get in the ring with these lightweights. He's calling out everybody. He's getting none of the fights. So hopefully he can get off of Twitter and get into the boxing ring and defend his championship. He even called out Emmanuel Navarrete. I think that's a great fight. Navarrete is a gang fighter that comes forward. Pretty much a tailor-made style for Shakur Stevenson. So that would be really interesting if that were to take place. So that is my pound for pound list. I even threw in the honorable mention of Shakur Stevenson. So that is all I have today. Just a quick recap. I wanted to go over that list. Once again, like, follow, subscribe, because if you do not, I am literally willing to fight you to lay hands in real life. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, we have audio options. Go ahead and go on Spotify. Tell your friends about it. Thank you for tuning in. I am JMC, the unprofessional expert. Until next time.